Welcome to Bite Size. My name is Yoni Pollock, and I am your host on Wednesdays from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. I am shocked I could even talk because it is freezing. F-R-E-E-Z-I-N-G. Freezing. I mean... Something's got to be done about this, and I don't know if we have to just relocate New York to, I don't know, somewhere in the south, or if we need to put a dome over the city, or if we need to install heaters everywhere and anywhere possible. It's insane. I woke up Tuesday morning freezing out of my mind. I was like, shoot, it's cold, and I look at the weather app. And I'm like, yeah, it's going to be cold today. Or I should say Tuesday. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Like, what is going on here? Today's high is 24 degrees. The low is 12. It feels like, like a, sure, the app's going to tell me it feels like 15. I'm telling you it feels like negative 15. What am I doing here? I, I I mean, I don't think I'm showing up anywhere, everywhere, anywhere for the next week. I see some low 20s. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, 9, 6, 8. That's the low. No, 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 it ain't. It's not for me. I am moving from my bed. This is terrible. I mean, I, I'm wearing like a million layers. I walk into the studio this morning and Miriam's like, you want to take off your jacket? I was like, no. I take off this jacket, I'm going to be ice. If anything, I want another jacket. I mean, sheesh, it is freezing. Now, thank God the only good thing is at least the commute this week because no one's showing up to work and most smart people have left this city to probably go south. I mean, at least the commute is somewhat easy. And I got to sit down. And fall asleep in the freezing cold. But sheesh, I got layers on layers on layers. I got snow hats and beanies and caps. Sweaters. Turtlenecks. Thank God I went to Iceland this past summer where I picked up these, uh, I don't even know what you call these things, but it, it's some, I, I literally have no idea what they're called. And I'm sure there's some fancy New York, some fancy North, some fancy wherever it's cold term for one of these things that just covers my face and, and neck and, and head if I wanted to. But I got two of them from um, from snowmobiling in Iceland, which is literally saving me. But, geez, I, I, I don't do this. I don't do this, and, and I'm not going to be doing that. And what I mean by that is I have no clue because I still have to go to work apparently. But this weather is just terrible. Why do people subject themselves to this this doesn't happen in florida this doesn't happen down in in texas this doesn't happen in san diego let's let's all just go to san diego let's just move the city to san diego i could think of so many pros ready let's see the weather in san diego what what is in the 60s 70s just gonna pull it up san diego san diego San Diego, Validate City, okay, California. Ooh, there's a San Diego, Texas, who knew? San Diego, okay, well, I mean, currently it's a little chilly just because 
it's whatever it is there, 6 a.m. Um, and Gordon, morning to you if you're listening from San Diego. But the high today, 68. The high tomorrow, 73. The high Friday, 72. Let's just move this city to San Diego. Ready? We get good weather all year round. That's pro one, pro two. Any of these sports games that end at midnight or 1 p.m., they only end at like 10, 11. Midnight or 1 a.m., I should say. They only end 9, 10. You get a normal night's sleep. How about football on Sunday mornings, right? That's starting at 10 a.m. You wake up, you go to Minion, you grab some breakfast, boom, football. And the best part, football, all day, and then ends at 10 p.m. Ends at 9 p.m. You still have your night to do what you want. Let's just, uh, you know, New York doesn't have to move to San Diego. I'll move to San Diego. All right, so someone tell Nachum and Miriam, I will be doing the show from San Diego from now on. Because I can't do it in New York, because this place is too darn cold. Miserable. I got a roommate in Israel who, for other reasons, I mean, obviously I'd love to be in Israel, but I don't have to deal with flipping eight degrees or whatever it is. Miserable, miserable, miserable. You know what wasn't miserable? Last Thursday night, I uh, told you this last week's show. I went to Pitch Perfect 3, right? It's my tradition to go to Pitch Perfect on opening night. So, you know, it says in theater starting Friday. No, no, no. In theater starting Thursday for me. And uh, no spoilers here. I, I liked the movie, though. Um, I liked it more than number two, not as good as number one, because no movie will ever beat Pitch Perfect 1. But um, there was a, a part of Pitch Perfect 3, again, not a spoiler, but like 20, 30 minutes in the middle where you're kind of just like, at least for me, I was confused because it wasn't really Pitch Perfect-esque. But, uh, you know, otherwise they, did, they brought back a few of the good things. They left out some of the good things. Um Obviously, they had a riff off, and I really like the way they incorporated it into this movie. Um, music was better, I thought, than number two, but um, still not better than number one. So that's your pitch perfect update. All right, what's on this show this week? A uh, quiet show, if you will. This week's interview is just with Joanna Shepson as she uh, <clears throat> as she interviews people from Kibbutz Suba which uh, you'll be able to hear from the story behind it and why it should be part of your itinerary if you love wine, chocolate, nature, and fun. That's four checks for me. Again, you'll want to check that out at about 10 a.m. or so. Um, We're going to go music, though, the rest of this hour for hour number one. And then, uh, again, 10 a.m., we will go with that interview with Kibbutz, uh, with Joanna Shepson, with representatives from Kibbutz Suba. And then... At, uh, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 minutes before the end of the show, it'll be myself, Miriam L. Wallach, and a little teaser, we will be talking New Year's resolutions, as this is the last episode of Bite Size for 2017, and we're going to kick things off the right way, with Mahapecha, Shel Simchan, the Wednesday, the last Wednesday of 2017, right here on Bite Size, on the Nahum Siegel Network. Shamati <laughs> 
הראש כבר מסתובב כולם בהיי לא נעצור עד שכולכם מג'נונים Gitano bis Simcho 
No, 
the world make over. Mashiach will come take over. You ain't gotta be me or see what I see. All you gotta do is take a look forward. Lift up your eye to the sky. Spread out your hands. Say thank you. Smile. Get them up. Put them up. Leave them up. Ha ha. Yep, yep. Pump up the value every day. Stand in place. Heart racing. No words to say. Pressure building. Trying to hold my face. Mind drifting like not today. Wake up from everything. Break out your shell and scream. Ha shim. You're the king. Ha shim. You're the king. Hashem Elech, Hashem Alach, Hashem Imloch, Le'olam Va'em. Hashem Elech, Hashem Alach, Hashem Imloch.
אחד לא עושה זה יותר טוב ממני, היי, נשים את הצרות מאחוריי, הלא הולך עד שכולכם אשנונים, היי, שמעתי שהתחלתם בלעדיי, אף אחד לא עושה זה יותר טוב ממני, היי, הראש כבר מסתובב כולם בהיי, לא נעצור עד שכולכם אשנונים. שעות 
של תור בדואר, קשה לגמור פה תואר, והמצב בנוער, קשה לשיר כמו יואלי, להתעורר בבוקר, להיכנס לכושר, שחיתות בכל שבועיים, פיגוע כל יומיים, טוב, דיברנו מספיק, כפינו תודה, עכשיו נחזור אחורה אל הבסיס, זמן לומר תודה. תודה על הרוח, שאין לי זמן לנוח, על התיקון, על המהות, תודה על היהדות. אין לנו זכות בכלל להתלונן, הכל פוחמסה וברוך השם כי החיים שלנו תותים, החיים שלנו תותים, החיים שלנו תותים, החיים שלנו
I am here for a reason Sometimes in my tears I drown But I never let it get me down So when negativity surrounds I know someday it'll all turn around Because all my life I've been waiting for I've been praying for For the people to say That we don't want to fight no more There'll be no more war And our children will play one day
שלא יבוא כרידו, וכל הכבה זה טוב, אתה מבוא. 
נדרשת לעבוד בלי לחצים אפשר ללמוד הכל יהיה פשוט מאוד אחרת איך אפשר לשרוד את החיים שלך תתחיל לקחת הקלות מה זה כסף אך בלי יושר אין לו משמעות עצור לחשוב לפני שתאחר את הרכבת הילדים גודלים ומה נשאר רק המזכרת תגיד להם איזו מילה טובה ותחבק יש רגעים שבשבילם תתנתק ניסית ניסית שלא עשית את הכל רצית בנית בנית ומה שלא ראית איך שהזמן עובר כאן ולא יחזור שוב לאחור שאתה כל הזמן רוצה להספיק הכל פשוט תזכור דספסיטו את החיים שלך ודספסיטו כל דבר בזמן שלא יבוא קרידו בכל הכבוד זה טוב אתה מבוא דספסיטו את החיים שלך ודספסיטו כל דבר בזמן שלא יבוא קרידו בכל הכבוד זה טוב Start of hour number two, and it's time for Joanna Shepson's interview with uh, the people from Kibbutz Tuba. You could hear the story behind Kibbutz Tuba, and she's going to tell you why it should be part of your itinerary if you love wine, chocolate, nature, and fun, which uh, most people, I know wine's pretty popular out there. Chocolate, certainly. And if you don't like chocolate, well, then I have to have another talk with you, but... You love wine, chocolate, nature, and fun, and you plan on traveling to Israel soon. You'll certainly want to hear this interview with Joanna Shepson right here on Bite Size on the Nachum Siegel Network. Thank you, Yoni. So usually when I do my interviews, I'm sitting one-on-one with someone, but today I'm actually out in the Jerusalem Hills in Kibbutz Tzuba, and I have the pleasure of sitting with Tal, the manager of Galita here, Paul, the manager of the Tzuba Winery, Yaron, the manager of Kef Tzuba, and Yarit, the marketing manager who put this all together. So welcome to uh, our interview. Um, I'm going to let them talk a little bit about the history of the kibbutz and why it's such an important place for tourists to know about. So we're going to start with Paul, because he has a great South African accent, and he's going to tell us a little bit about the kibbutz, and it's actually not really even called Kibbutz Tzuba. Tell us about it. First of all, we called Palmach Tzuba. Uh, the kibbutz was established in 1948 by the unit of the Palmach um, in the beginning of the State of Israel. Uh, it's still a kibbutz today. It's a communal kibbutz. It's one of the few communal kibbutzes that are left. Um, we have agriculture, we have industry, uh, we have a hotel, we have the winery, we have the chocolate factory, and obviously the winery, uh, Kiftuba. Um, and food. We have meals on the uh, meals. They have a great Friday brunch, actually. I've been here, and you're sitting on the balcony overlooking the hills of Jerusalem with a beautiful Mediterranean um, buffet, and it's, it's a, a, definitely something I recommend to all the listeners. So tell us a little bit about how, maybe Tal, start a little bit about how did Suba get involved in tourism? Well, that's we're going back, back um, years ago. I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, we decided it's uh, one of um, the kibbutz advantages is um, the area we live in, the climate, and we don't we we don't have a large fields of uh, agriculture, so we decided we were thinking how to to make our um, make use of it make use of it, and that's how uh, the uh, how is the tourism start? It starts actually with um, small small place that grew uh, animals, 
And uh, what type of animals did you used to have here? Was it cows? Uh, no, no, no. It's a it's like a, it's oh a, a petting zoo. Is that the beginning of Keftuba? Yes, was a petting zoo. The beginning of tourism on Tuba. And now today, um, many of the tourists don't know that the main Jerusalem amusement park is actually based here, Keftuba, which is about a 15-20 minute drive outside Jerusalem, between Jerusalem and Tel Aviv, in a, a beautiful setting. And maybe Aaron can tell us a little bit about what types of rides you have and who your visitors are. Uh, we have visitors from all over the country. Uh, some people drive something like 15 or 20 minutes, and uh, other people, they can drive two hours to Kiftuba. They come from all over the country. Uh, we have uh, many groups from schools, Jewish school, Christian, Muslims. That's something that's really unique about Keftsuba is often I'll come with my kids and you'll see there'll be Arab children, Haredi children, Dati Lumi children, Chiloni children, all playing together. Yeah. And it's actually a really beautiful thing to see everyone like on the bumper cars or in the uh, floating boats. Uh, we have a lot of rides. It's in, in five years, we, buy, we bought uh, five uh, rides, new rides from Italy. The best rides in the market. The rides, it's... Uh, I know I've seen there's a roller coaster for little kids. Yeah, family coaster. And a pirate ship. Yep. And a carousel and jumpy castles and laser tag. And do you still have that indoor, that indoor space? What do you have in there? Is that laser tag in there? No, it's not laser tag. We have a... Uh, you, you shoot uh, balls, sponge balls. Uh, balls. So it's like paintball without the paint, yeah. with the foam balls. It's even softer. <laughs> we have coin machines, cafeteria to eat. And there's actually, it's a good place to come even on a rainy day. Um, first of all, I should mention that they're open during school vacations, Israeli school vacations, mm -hmm. and the summer, which is July and August. Um, during the week, in general, they're not open unless there's a special event, but they're always available. You know, you should speak to them if you want to plan some kind of um, special family event here. Um, let's hear a little bit about the winery because it's not, Suba is not just for kids, it's also for adults. And tell us a little bit about the tours and workshops you offer. Okay, first of all, as the winery, um, we do a couple of tours. We have our special tour, which is on Fridays, where what we'll do is we go for a tour in the winery. Uh, we do a tour in the vineyards. We've also got ancient wine presses from First Temple. Uh, and then they go and have a nice brunch on our balcony. Um, besides that, we have tours every single day from 8 till 4, where you have to book in advance. Uh, where you'll come to the winery, you'll get an explanation in the winery, and then we'll sit down and we'll taste four different wines. Uh, if you haven't booked a tour, anyone who does come to the winery will get a tasting, because we are open every day from 8 till 4, and on Fridays till 2 o'clock. Um, as far as our winery is concerned, our winery was established in 2005, but our vineyards were established in 1996. You were one of the people who first planted the vineyards, right? Correct. I established the vineyards in 96, grew them up until 2007. In 2007, I joined into the winery, and I've been there ever since. And are, what type of wines do you specialize in? Uh, well, obviously, we've got our varieties. We make two different white wines. We make a Chardonnay, and we make a Semillon Sauvignon blend. And then in reds, we've got a Syrah, Cabernet, Merlot, and obviously a Bordeaux blend, which is our flagship wine. Uh, we do make desserts which we sell only at the winery. 
And could families come together, like uh, adults and children? Will children still appreciate the, you know, the tours, even though they're not drinking the wine? Uh, yes, I'd say children can appreciate. I wouldn't say it's the main thing for children, but the advantage is that parents can drop them off at a chocolate factory and come do a tasting, or they can drop them off at Kiftsuba and come do a tasting. So there's always something to do for the whole family. Perfect. So chocolate I'm definitely a maven on, and I can tell you that Galita's chocolate is delicious. So Tal, tell us a little bit about the different workshops you offer there. Well, we have a few um, chocolate workshops, but I just want to, uh, to say that the wine... Uh, they just Paul. They just got um, uh, um, an award. An award. Two awards. Oh, which awards did we you receive? We just won a gold medal on our Chardonnay in Terravino, which is a, the international wine competition, and a silver medal on our Mitsuda, which is our Bordeaux blend. Oh, fabulous! And That's great. Do you have signs up in the winery? You've got to put up some signs, okay, letting uh, people know. Okay, great. And tell us a little bit about the chocolates. And and so you can find. The winery also at the hotels and also at Galita, you can buy the wine if you want to buy it if, without the tasting. Um, we have um, many varieties of chocolate workshop. We have um, uh, babies two and a half years old up until babies 120 years old. <laughs> I would say, actually, that's one of the things I love about it because it's really hard to find an activity for a whole family, and Galita works. You could sit at the same table, and a two-year-old can paint a bar of chocolate, and the 50-year-old can make really intricate pralines. So it's great. Yes. We also combine um, the Galita workshop with all the kibbutz activity, the tourism activity, uh, with wine or the or, uh, uh, with the amusing park, or just to eat in the, in the kibbutz. We have many, many varieties of uh, uh, way to spend your time and your money in uh, our kibbutz. So I, just to, to summarize a little bit, because we've, we've mentioned so many different things here, at Suba you can, go, you can do hands-on chocolate workshops at Galita, which, by the way, is now Mahadrin, so it's really open to everyone. Um, you could do wine tours, wine tasting, hikes in the vineyard. You can visit Kiftsuba with your kids. You can stay at the hotel, which is actually a great place for like a family bar mitzvah or when large family groups want to get together. In the summer, it has a gorgeous large pool. And on Fridays, they offer um, a brunch and hikes. Saturdays, they also offer some hikes. So if anyone wants to get in touch with Tsuba, the best way to reach them is Tsuba, T-Z-U-B-A, at funinjerusalem.com. And I have to say that I work with many people in tourism, and I love working with the people at Tsuba because they're very flexible and creative. So if you've got an event or you have something you want to figure out how you can mix together the winery, the chocolate, the amusement park, they're going to come up with some great ideas. So thank you all for sitting with me. I just want to add that it's the hike on, uh, the hike on Saturdays. It's inside the uh, Eruv area. It's oh, that's good to know. The hike on Saturdays is inside the Eruv, and it's got gorgeous, absolutely beautiful views. Views. For that, you're going to have to check out our blog post where we'll put up some pictures of all the different things that we spoke about today. All right, now back to you, Yoni. Thank you, Joanna. Again, uh, if you if you came in in the middle of this interview, you could check out the archives. But it was the representatives from Kibbutz Suba, why you should uh, certainly be thinking about heading over there if you plan on traveling to Israel anytime, if it's next week, over Pesach break. Whatever it is, uh, you'll definitely want to check that out. Funinjerusalem.com. Funinjerusalem.com is where you could find uh, Joanna's her interviews and just all these fun different activities, just like this one and many others at Fun in Jerusalem.
com. Plenty more coming up here on Bite Size. Again, uh, 10, 15, 20 minutes before the end of the show, whenever I turn on this mic, it'll be myself, Miriam L. Wallach, joining me. And uh, we'll be talking about something that has to do with the end of 2017. So you'll want to check that out. But for now, plenty more music. I know, no more Hanukkah music, which we listened to the last two weeks. So get a little reprieve from that until really next year. But plenty fantastic, fantastic music. More of the you know bigger hits and the newer hits. That's kind of what I like, and that's what you're used to here on Bite Size, right here on the Nachum Siegel Network.
Everyone's waiting, wishing, praying for Mashiach. It will only happen when we all get along. Everyone waiting for, wishing, praying for Mashiach. Let's love one another. Everyone in song.
חדשות, בעל מלחומויס, זוירי הצדוקויס, מצמיח ישועויס, עושה חדשות, בעל מלחומויס, זוירי הצדוקויס, מצמיח ישועויס, עושה
ככה היה, וככה זה גם הלאה, יהודים נשמה בוערת. בכל מקום ובכל ארץ, לא רוצה שיהיה אחרת. יהודי עני, זה משהו נצחי. בני אברהם, יצחק ויעקב, בני ישראל
אני עוצר עכשיו לחשוב כמה פעמים אמרתי תודה בחסדך אתה ליווית אותי גם כשהכל היה חשוך ונורא לא התייאשתי וידעתי שיש לי תמיד על מי לסמוך והתפללתי, האמנתי שגם אם אצולות אותי תמשוך. אין עוד מלבדו, אין עוד מלבדו, אין עוד מלבדו בעולם כולו. אין עוד מלבדו, אין עוד מלבדו, אין עוד מלבדו בעולם כולו. אין עוד מלבדו. תמיד אני זוכר להודות, לברך על הכל, על הטוב, שזכיתי בעולם חליות, לא התייאשתי, וידעתי שיש לי תמיד על מי לסמוך, והתפללתי, האמנתי, שגם אם אצולות אותי תמשוך. Love ones are here and we're pulling them close 
segment that has no name according to me and maybe has a name according to other people good morning miriam l wallach and good morning yoni you look absolutely ridiculous with the gear you are wearing inside the studio it is not that cold it's not that cold it's 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 certainly that cold no, it's, it's not that, that cold, cold in and, here some. oh no. it's, it's cold everywhere it's not i mean give me a break it's not that cold i could be inside a fireplace and i'll still be freezing oh, in this city it's, it's terrible this whole oh, week terrible geez. next week terrible so if, if I don't show up to work, don't be surprised. Well, I wouldn't be surprised, but mm, I don't think I might be sitting out the next week. Yeah, there's nothing to do with the weather. <laughs> That's a good point. All right, but we anyway, are here. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Before we before That's we fine. get to the segment, what's chocolate? What, I'm sorry. What, what's, what's chocolate? Chocolate. Yeah. What is that? It's, it's that chocolatey. No, see, that's uh, not a word. Oh, I'm sorry. What am I mispronouncing chocolate. here? No, it's still chocolate. No, it's not. <laughs> You're talking about this, and I'm going. What is that food he keeps referring to? Is it a chocolate food? Yeah, chocolate flavor. Is it a flavor or food? I guess it could be both. In this case, it's a food. Yeah. By the way, I, for I, many people, it's a food group. Also, before we get to the segment, remember yeah. uh, what was it? Two days ago, that octopus question. Yes, octopus, octopi. So Tuesday night, octopuses. I should say Monday night. Mm-hmm. He said uh, he opened the show. Did you play Monday night? I don't remember. I don't so, even know what today is. Right, today's yeah, Wednesday. So Monday you. night, he opened the show saying, "I we had a lot of people comment." After, because most people got that question wrong, what is the plural of mm-hmm. octopus? And many people said octopi. Does anybody have a clue what you're talking about? That you're talking about HQ? Yeah, HQ. Everyone knows HQ. Super popular. Anyway, I mean, trivia I'm game like, on I your know iPhone. I, I, did I walk in Android. in the middle of the conversation? Like you had talked about this already in the beginning of the show? Or no, it... not at all. Anyway, okay. HQ is a trivia game. That's all you really need to know. Download okay. it. Y a p o l l a k referral code. Mid train of thought there. Yeah, yeah okay. and uh, so he opened up the show saying, "I know many people." Um, were upset because I think there are, there are two accepted answers to that. I think octopi is an accepted answer, which right. we both uh-huh. maybe it was Monday. Yeah, it was the Monday day episode, which we were obviously playing during right. work. We played that, um, and we both got that wrong. So he said they apologize. Obviously, they're not going to do anything about it. But right, it is let what me. It is. By the way, can we discuss for a second what happened Sunday night? Yeah, we have so many by the ways to start this segment, oh, which is great. God. Everyone loves by the ways. Yeah, Sunday night. Uh, no, what? Not Sunday night. Thursday night. Which was the one where they started with H8? With Q8. Oh, with Q8, right. Yeah, that was great. Canterbury Tales was the answer. Yeah, but mean this. which of the following- my roommate knew that, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Which of the following was written in the original Middle English? Right. But why, which was that? Was that Thursday night? Yeah, like you said. It was last week? I I don't know. The fact that we're basing our lives right now- Yeah, on which HQ episode Yeah, it's a little bit embarrassing, and only lends to the fact that Nahum gets really annoyed when we do this at three o'clock. Never, uh, consistently. Okay. Anyway, um, so I I could not understand why that was the hardest question. I find a lot of the other questions much harder. Yeah, it was Q eight. 
which it, uh, they started accidentally. The right. They started accidentally with Q8, and then he's and you could see Scott was like, "Whoa, wait, oh yeah, yeah we that's not it. No, okay, uh, we'll get back to you." And all of a sudden, you know, the screen Game goes stops, blank. Yeah, right? and starts thirty minutes <laughs> and, later. That's yeah. what they do. They and they can. Lot. There's no regulatory system here. They are literally like paving the way in whatever they want to do so they get to do it yeah that's true all right so uh i think we're we're, we're done with by the ways to start this uh oh. segment and i wanted I don't think to this segment is long enough that's true yeah we'll see uh we'll see when the live lunch Talk starts to your today. producer right <laughs> but uh we're gonna we're gonna end this show really by ending the year with uh new year's resolutions and i wanted to play a clip from friends is this a fat um, joke not yet okay and uh, I Thank wanted you. to play this clip from Friends about New Year's resolutions, and then we're going to go from there. All right, so here's uh, – I should really know what episode this is, um, but I don't. But if anyone's watching Friends or knows about Friends, you'll kind of have an idea. It's probably some season – I guess it's like three or four. I'm not totally sure. But here's uh, the New Year's resolutions uh, clip from Friends. You know what? I'm going to go out on a limb and say no divorces in 99. <laughs> Your divorce isn't even final yet. Just the one divorce in 99. (laughs) You know what? I am going to be happy this year. I am going to make myself happy. Every day, I am going to do one thing I have never done before. That, my friends, is my New Year's resolution. Ooh, that's a good one. Mine is to pilot a commercial jet. That's a good one, too, Phoebes. Now all you have to do is find a plane load of people whose resolution is to plummet to their deaths. Resolution should be not to make fun of your friends, especially the ones who may soon be flying you to Europe for free on their own plane. She has a better chance of sprouting wings and flying up your nose than you do of not making fun of us. In fact, I'll bet you 50 bucks you can't go the whole year without making fun of us. You know what? Better yet, a week. I'll take that bet, my friend. And you know what? Paying me the 50 bucks can be the new thing you do that day. (laughs) And it starts right now. All right, my New Year's resolution is to learn how to play guitar. Oh. Really? How come? Well, you know those uh, special skills I have listed on my resume? Well, I would love it if one of those was true. Do you want me to teach you? I'm a great teacher. Oh, really? Who, who have you taught? Well, I taught me, and I loved me. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, thanks, Phoebe. Oh, look. Blair forgot her glasses. And she's going to really be needing these to keep an eye on that boyfriend. Hey, Rach, maybe your resolution should be to, um... Gossip less. Well, I don't gossip. No. <laughs> well, maybe sometimes I find out things or I hear something and I pass that information on, you know, kind of like a public service. Doesn't mean I'm a gossip. I mean, would you call Ted Koppel a gossip? Anyway, that's the uh, from Friends. I thought there were a few interesting things there. I thought... A few. Uh, well, certainly a few, but... Um, the ones I kind of more wanted to focus on was the um, not making fun of, of people. You know, a lot of people tend to, you know, get a nice quip in there, a, a quick witty comment. I don't which, know that which... that's resolutionable. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Then there's also the uh, the gossip, which is maybe you would agree be yeah. the same thing. Um, not resolutionable. But uh, I think it was just a good way to start about 2017 or I should say now 2018 New Year's resolutions. Did you have any plans, any resolution, or are you are you the type, not the type necessarily? Um, are you a person that their resolutions start with Rosh Hashanah? Um, I am not any of the above. Okay, you're not a resolution person. Well, you just try to get better or whatever. At no. if it's October twenty first, all right, 
Right. I am just today. type A. Okay. So it doesn't really matter what day of the year it is. Though, to be very honest with you, um, I, I say that, but um, stopping to eat meat was a New Year's resolution. Oh, really? Yes. What year? Um, <laughs> if I, you care to say. <laughs> <laughs> I was 14. You were 14 at the time. I right. was 14 when I stopped eating meat and chicken. Wow. And, and that's fit, still and... your big, biggest regret in life, right? Uh, no, I'm feeling fine. Thank <sighs> okay. you, though. More steak <laughs> for you, more tofu for me. I'm doing just fine. Um, yeah, so my becoming... Um, I don't like to call myself a vegetarian because it's I didn't make a political statement. I was just this is just something I was doing. Right. Um. So my stopping to eat meat, poultry, um, etc. And at that time, eggs. I did not eat eggs for many years. Was all a New Year's resolution uh, when I was fourteen. All right. Otherwise, no other ones that you could think of. No, I you know not really because I'm so going to the gym wasn't that you know that was just no something you going to up the one gym. Day. Oh lord, going to the gym was postpartum. Are you crazy? Okay. It's all about the babies who destroy your body. Right. Um. So I've heard. Yeah. So that was not it. Most recently, I would say that I've upped my running uh, considerably, but I don't think that, that actually has absolutely nothing to do with the with the day on the calendar. Right. Are you <laughs> taking on any resolutions? Um. That's a good question. I think. <laughs> I want to say one, maybe like my Shana Olive, Shana Bet, you know, classic like Russia Shana, you try to do something. Yeah. Um. So I want to say it was Shana Bet, maybe Shana Olive, I don't remember, where I said every time after, you know, you have the bracha after you go to the bathroom, I was sure. like, and I, which I was okay with, you know, I used to do it, but not that often. I, You know, that was one thing I, I decided to pick up. I forgot what year it was. And, you know, thank God I've done it ever since. Um. So I guess it worked. Right. Um, Asha is pretty important. Yeah, that's a good one. This year I was not necessarily a resolution, but... Um, I wanted to keep, um, you know, as you get older, become an adult, you try to become more uh, financially savvy. I'm, I'm and, fascinated listening to you yeah. refer to something you have learned in your adulthood. I'm, I'm only 25. I'm still <laughs> a kid, I think. Yes, and, yes uh, you are. Well, in some ways. Um, so I wanted to, I said, you know what, January 1st, I'm going to like pay off all my credit cards, blah, 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 start fresh. And I want to see like how much money I spend on an average month, two months, you okay. know. And uh, so I kind of want to put everything in order. Um, as Nachum would say, it drives him crazy when I, I like having things in order and clean or whatever. Yes. Um, so I want to kind of January 1st clear everything and then see my spending and my this and my that. Um, yes, we just had that fun exercise <clears throat> at the Wallach household. Oh, yeah? Oh, yes. That made for a fun Shabbos. I'm sure. Uh-huh. There were a lot of YTDs year to date, how yeah. much was spent. Um, the greatest categories, as you can imagine, with a family of eight, Kanainahara, is uh, food. So okay. gourmet glot. I was going to guess shopping, but but well, food, clothes shopping. I was going to right, but we don't clothes shop every week, right? Gourmet glot is something that is done multiple times a week. Yeah, um, and with the exception of very very few non uh, kosher supermarkets in the five towns, you're really limited to everything being in a kosher supermarket. Which is, and I use the word limiting in quotation marks because it's obviously a tremendous convenience, but right. you are going to pay an increase. Is that true? You could find the same kosher product in a non-kosher supermarket at a cheaper price? It is it is arguable. Okay. Yeah. It is arguable that certain products, let's say at Food Town, would be cheaper than they are at Gourmet Glot because Gourmet Glot overall has greater... I'm using Gourmet Glot ubiquitously, by right. the way. Um, I'm not saying that I've ever Your checked local their books. Kosher Correct. Um, but because they have um, added expenses... Um, you know, it's a hushkach on the store, et cetera. And the fact that they're closed one day a week and right. that cost has to be um, offset. And they're also closed numerous days during the year where they're not bringing in any income. 
there is a reality to the fact that you know stores also have to make money and pay bills All right. and pay and pay employees. I'm not begrudging anyone. <laughs> so food is, is a high cost, though. Oh my heavens! Yes, the bagel store, the pizza store, supermarkets. Those were some fun conversations. What came in in category number two? I shouldn't say that. Not the most annoying overspending for the year was on iTunes. Really? Oh, heavens. I think I spent $0 on iTunes. That's because you don't have children. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be another that would be another crazy thing. But there was um a recent New Year's resolution I was about to tell you. Oh, shoot. Do we have an overall network resolution? Um, I think it's probably to play HQ a little bit more subtly because it really, <laughs> really bothers Nahum. Um, That's going to be a tough one, yeah. Yeah, but one recent change in my schedule, and by I'm totally with you, by the way, on commuting this week. Um, it took me 27 minutes to get from Cedarhurst to uh, a spot in front of the studio this morning. Oh, wow. Right. So 27 minutes from Cedarhurst to Lower Manhattan. And you figure that's going to be like that. Oh, I'm driving in again tomorrow and whatever. Yeah, everyone stay away. (laughs) (laughs) I used to love driving in during the summer because at the end of the week, every, you know, during the week, you know, Hamptons people and whatever they weren't around. No, this is 10 times better. It is an absolute pleasure to have. Please please stay home. Yes, please stay home. Um, But I have one, one decent positive move in my, I would say, daily schedule or whatever is that I am taking time on my during my commute on the train to Davin. Oh, nice. Yeah, which I really wasn't doing until I realized that I have all these dead zones, and I, I work on the train. Right. I work on the train. 24-6. Yeah, I'm not on the train 24-6. Right. But I'm working 24-6. Havdalah to candlelight. Exactly. Havdalah to candlelight. That is our mantra. So um, now I have all the, I realize I have all these dead zones, and like, why am I reading? Why am I pulling out like a newspaper? I have a sitter on me at all times, right. so I pull out my sitter. Now, nice. it, it does. It, would it surprise you to hear that I'm a little bit self conscious about davening on a train, like in yeah. public? It would surprise yeah. you, right? Because I'm so like out yeah. there and whatever. But um, I, I especially on the like LA railroad like, where there's where the people are doing I know, it. Yeah. I know, I know. But for some reason or other, I I get very self conscious. I and so. I, I dive in, but I just try and do it a little bit, you know, like my, my fingers are touching the top like, <laughs> really? the top of my lips so that you know, nobody sees me muttering to myself or whatever. I feel like non-Jewish LIRR writers, writers, they just pull out a book and start chuckling just so they could feel like they're, you know, they're part of it. Like, <laughs> the I momentum, don't know what these people are doing. Right. But. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. When it comes to you know, the, the Dafyomi car, which is a thing, and it comes to all this other stuff. What like, time is that train? I don't know. I've. I've never sat in that car. Right. I've seen the car. I've waved at the people in the car. <laughs> I have not partaken in the car. Um, I don't know which train that is, but it's not my train. It's not out of Valley Stream. But anyway, not the point of the story. But I find that I don't want to make other people uncomfortable. There was a story about a year ago about two guys who got thrown off of a commercial air, a commercial flight. Classic. In, yeah. yeah. In the in the in the U.S. because they were speaking Arabic. And just the fact that they were speaking Arabic to each other, even though they like, lived in Montana or something, <laughs> they um, they were thrown off the plane. And so that inherent paranoia that I think we all find ourselves with, I just don't feel like inviting any of that. Fair. So it's not like I am reading English out loud. Right. I'm not reading English out loud. And I can't say that most people can discern the difference between Hebrew and something else. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather just not make anybody else uncomfortable. Okay. It's really I what it's it. like. All right. 
So that's good. That's, so a, that's that. a good thing to pick up. Exactly. It's a good habit. That's a good one. It's a good habit. So even though I was dominating a little bit, now I'm like taking more time. By the way, that line from uh, from Joey in that Friends clip that we played where he wants to do something that he actually put on his resume. Yeah, that's hysterical. It's a great line. That's hyster- You know, it's just it, it that that story is funny. That anecdote is funny because that would never work today. Is that you can't put something on a resume you can't substantiate because everything is online. Everything. But what, what, meaning what? Like if he, if I put on my resume I played guitar, you think you would have been like like I don't know something about it or, so or realized that was lying. I, I I think that it is too easy to figure certain things okay, out. Okay, that I hear right. That it's just not worth it. Like why are you inviting? Why are you, why are you tempting fate? Somebody's going to call you on something. Right. Like if you write you are proficient in social media and then. Whoever right. you're, whatever you're applying to, they look at your Twitter and, and, and Facebook and it's empty. Followers. Right. Yeah, it's a little bit of a problem. So I think that just th- that there are so many things about friends in general. Friends, the show, not yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that you can't me- get away with. That's dated. Days. That's just dated. Great show, though. Oh, yeah. I've never actually finished the whole show. I, I think I, I stopped like season four or five. But I, my kids were watching a couple episodes about uh, and like a year ago or so ago, and I remember walking in the room going, "That's not funny." Like and they're like, no, it's just no, it's not funny anymore. It was funny then, <laughs> it's not funny now. But um, but there's a, actually a better friends clip. Or I shouldn't say that a different friends clip that I think is much funnier about Joey, which I will share with you another time. All right, that's a teaser. Teaser, teaser to 2018. All right, Miriam, yep. thank you very much for joining us. Uh, I hope 2018 is as good and if not uh, better Maine. than 2017. It's been uh, a fun ride here. Oh, it's and, Mr. Uh, Toad's Wild Ride. Yeah, and looking forward to 2018. All right, that'll do it for us here on Bite Size. A quick reminder, live lunch coming up next. And uh, you'll certainly want to stay tuned to that. And then plenty more music on the app and online, however you listen to the Nahum Siegel Network. FJBUnity.org if you want to donate the end of the year campaign, FJBUnity.org. You could just simply, simply just... Click on uh, the donate button. It's really that simple. Put in your either PayPal or your credit card and uh, chick chock one, two, three, and you've made your donation. If you're having any issues uh, with donating or any issues regarding the network or my show, Bite Size, or after further review for that matter, yoni at nachomsegel.com. Again, email me at yoni at nachomsegel.com. That'll do it for us here on Bite Size. Wishing you all a good day, happy new year, and reminding you that the Bite Size is always, always, always the right size. Oh, 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 oh.